There we go. <laughs> Guys, wow. you just missed Kale and Marco singing happy birthday, which probably for uh, the terms and conditions of Twitch is for the better. Yes. And for it's, your uh, ears. Royalty, royalty free now. Happy birthday, really? It is, yeah. The two old ladies that, uh, you know, it's royalty free. I'll do it. Happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> to You know what? Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. That little version was a a little cleaner than the one that no one else heard. I I got to say. Agree to disagree. You you two being able to do that with the the time difference and the space difference um, through the magic of the Internet is what the Internet was made for. It's the future. That in the future. And feet pics. All right. I'm just keeping the I'm just keeping the joke going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just sneaking your kink in there wherever you can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's what it's about it's not it's not although i would if it, i did once have somebody approach me for my own feet pics no what wait no it was <laughs> no, no 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 it was matt who got approached i remember i thought i was co-opting the story matt got oh approached he for definitely feet did it then yeah yeah he, he didn't do it i told him to do it it's just it's just his feet he's Fucking got gross looking feet a... too so I'm... it was a woman who was looking for it. okay yeah i'd have definitely done it kidding me no, no payment involved i said i was like saying all right you gotta you gotta you gotta bargain here was there yeah. cash in play or there wasn't yet that's what i was trying to tell him he'd get cash uh, in play negotiate. And do it. he didn't want to ask all right well listen you asked me for fee picks uh, uh, quid pro quo right <laughs> listen 20 bucks that oh yeah i'll send you yeah. like five i'll be like why yeah, not i mean who coffee. cares you know oh my god that's unreal uh, say hello as you as you join us here live on Twitch. Uh, hello, Sil Stevenson. Hey, Beck. Hello, I just saw you five minutes ago. Um, wow, could you sound more disappointed? I'm not <laughs> disappointed. It's just you know, he's a little tired, huh? I am tired. Yes, that is tired true. of her. No, be ridiculous. Uh, it is Tyler and I's birthday show. What does that mean? Nothing. 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 (laughs) Just, just like life. Just like you know, your actual birthday. What does it really mean? Nothing. Uh, My birthday was on uh, uh, Thursday, so six sixteen. The Marvel connection. I never made it until this year. Somehow, I don't know. Um, But pretty cool. I like that. Tyler's birthday is Juneteenth, so. so Sean will also be celebrating. Can I do that? that? Can I get the fist up? Is that a thing I can do? Or I mean, you can. Know. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know. Thanks for the holiday on my birthday. <laughs> oh, and it's Father's Day. Yeah, it's also I. I always thought of it as like Buyaka Buyaka six one nine. Is wow, the All Ray right. Mysterio reference as well. Ray Mysterio, everyone would be like, oh, yes. you a Ray Mysterio no. fan? Because like it's in my email or something, you know? It's like oh, I'm like, no, it's just my fucking birthday. Jeez. It's one of those moments you just nod along. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, thank you, Catherine, for the uh, subscription. Five thank more you. months. Five wow. months. Wow. Fantastic. Oh, thank you. We won't last that long. <laughs> well, geez, man. We got to make it to 300. That's oh, we'll only, make that uh, like a month. five months yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 300 is coming up. Um, soon. Very soon. I will soon. be shirtless wearing a Spartan helmet for that episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone what is joins up, Trapzord? Um, there's no 
There's no nudity on this podcast, okay, Tyler? It's just shirtless. I've seen plenty. I've seen what Kale watches on Twitch. It's yeah. perfectly lo- allowed. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, share your ideas with us if you have any for 300. We don't know what to do. We want to do something fun. We want to, you know, integrate you guys. Uh, but we're not sure what to do. So if you've got ideas, please share them. If you've got fun ways for us to celebrate our birthday, <laughs> please, please share them. We don't know. Um, I'm having my tie tonight. That's my plan. Right. Tyler, Tyler's going to go to a tiki bar. Marco and I are going to uh, join him. Look who's in the chat, Mr. Murphy. All right. Hey, Matt. Hey, yo. Glad to see you live. Good to know. Yeah. Is Matt going to be uh, joining He will us? be joining us. Yes, he will be joining us tonight. Oh, nice. Man. Is that the thing, Kale, that, that makes you feel left out? Yeah, I don't give a shit about the three of you at all. I see you every week. It's Matt that you <laughs> yeah. want to see. All right. Well, Matt, uh, you should feel privileged that Kale wants to hang out with you. Um, we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, apparently, uh, Marvel has acquired the rights to uh, a new property. A new property, just gobbling them up. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, Joker 2, the musical. Uh-huh. I'm excited, guys. I have no words. Talk about that. I have plenty of words. Well, I have, pl- I have plenty. One of them is Roma, Roma Mama. <laughs> right uh and in our main topic uh we're going to be talking about webtoon and how they completely alienated and pissed off the entirety of the comic book community in one ad i've seen these in the city mm-hmm. <laughs> <Have> you- <laughs> oh, are they in the city can yeah, you take a selfie have, of, of, uh, of in front of one of them oh, wow. let me see if i took a picture of it actually hold on uh, i'll find it keep going two ads two ads yeah unreal unreal um before we get on to all of that though do want to let you guys know how you can support the show uh in our link tree in our bio wherever you're listening you can find all of our links to all of our stuff um patreon is the best way to support us for as little as three dollars a month you can Show some love to your pals and get some cool stuff. Uh, our newsletter is available at that tier, so you will be able to keep up with that. Um, if you want to support us at the $10 tier, then you get a cool nickname on the show, Superhero, Supervillain, uh, and you can join the Palsverse, just like these fine folks. I want to shout out and thank Thunderstruck, Rebecca Alejandro, the Night Stalker, Harris Najinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Julissa the Jaguar and Random Rocio, the Courageous Kunaladas, Kefis the Incorruptible, the Great Destroyer, Hyper Viper 89, Momentum, Mike Elliott, Starcrossed, Catherine Stars, and Indestructible, Indy Aaron. So thank you to all of you. Um, really appreciate the love and support. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah, Marco sharing the, uh, the uh, Webtoon ads. Yeah, they've been all over the city, which I've, I've actually really appreciated because uh, it's been cool to kind of just see it. Uh, and the second one, the Doom Strolling, genuinely, I, I, that one interested me. I used the QR code uh, and I started reading it. It's pretty good. It got me. <laughs> Shit worked. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it. 
Um, so yeah, my newsletter came out this week. Um, I talked about uh, kind of kind of a, an extrapolation of our last main topic about Joker um, and why people should, uh, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable sometimes. Have a laugh. <sighs> yeah, have a la- have a laugh, have a cry. Um, cry just don't burn. Just don't burn a book. I'm always uncomfortable. <laughs> That's my secret cap. <laughs> so also, I just realized that while I was away, I didn't check what book won the Patreon book club vote. We can do it. Ooh, so I'm doing live. it live. Let's go. Fuck yeah. It. There you go. Let's see. Uh, how do I work this thing? James, stop this crazy thing. Are you guys too young for that reference? I've heard it. No. The Jetsons. The Jetsons, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And the winner is Thor, God of Thunder, Volume 1 and 2. All right. Oh, thank God. You guys want to so, see some thunder? So worried we would have to do Crisis on Infinite Earths. Well, we almost <laughs> did because it got two votes. That's more than I yeah. But Thor Thor took it. Uh so the funny thing is, right? The way we have this worked out is that the winner of the last vote doesn't get a pick in the next month's vote to keep it from one person having a host every time. However, the media alignment has no host. So do I become the host? Oh, the media's gotta host itself. Yeah, well, we have to get uh, Hemsworth himself or Jason Aaron, one of the two, to host the show. Huh. Take the helm. Yeah. I'll start I'll start sending out messages. Yeah. Yeah, contractually obligated. I know my people. <laughs> wow. That would be pretty interesting if we could get Jason Aaron on that. I would host Jason it. Aaron on the show Not in general. That would be really fucking but... cool. <laughs> Chris, yeah, Chris well. have you guys seen uh, do you guys know about CBBs? So it's a a little kid um, BBC network, um, and they have this thing C-B- where <laughs> celebrities come on and do and read bedtime stories. Aww. So moms go hard on the uh, the hot male celebrities. <laughs> um, so I imagine I imagine Chris Hemsworth doing a a Comics Pals Thor book club would be a bit <laughs> like that. <laughs> Oh my God! Please. First of all, we'd have so many viewers, um, and we'd have to lock the comments. You're right. You're absolutely Those right. horny wine moms. Let's go. I'll be <laughs> one of them. Wednesday wine warriors. That's an untapped Kale. audience for us. Yep. Kale, you're the horniest wine mom out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. And I am untapped. Marco, you got to start showing some skin, dude. That's the that's the key. You know what? Pay me, right? There well, you, you were nude before the show. That's and not al- fair. And <laughs> also, hey, what did we I are miss? being paid. So <laughs> that's very true. It's a yeah. new tier. <laughs> uh, so we've got one listener comment this week that we want to get to. Uh, so Tyler, guess. why don't you take that away? Let me guess. Is it, oh, it's Dan Trudeau on episode two ninety three. So Dan Man. commented, uh, "I can live with being Mister One of One." Cool. Uh, on a more oh, serious wait. note, wait, what? Dan 
the man, Trudeau. And sure. I'll put I mean, up your maple works. leaves. It's Dan the man. Uh, I don't. What is he like? A, a star hockey player? Yeah. Just coming not? out to the rink. Am I saying that correctly? Rink. That sounds right. Uh, yeah. A hockey thing. Okay. On a more serious note, I have no interest in the second Joker movie. I had a very negative reaction to the first one, and not because I'm scared it will inspire someone to do something horrible. As someone fighting through the mental health system for a loved one, I realize the movie is meant to be sympathetic, but it also perpetuates a lot of harmful ideals about mental illness. I think trying to tie the Joker to real-life mental illness is a bad idea all around. It's like watching a film about racial equality and the main African-American character is a shallow stereotype. That said, I would never sanction banning the film or saying it has no right to exist. It's just that trying to get more people to understand the issue is a massive uphill battle. And movies like The Joker make it more difficult. Apologies about the rant, but it's a touchy subject. On a positive note, I love listening to a comics podcast with hosts who have shared love things like French New Wave Cinema. Did I say Cinnamon? (laughs) French New Wave Cinnamon and Kurosawa Films. By the way, I was a guy studying films in the 90s with a Pulp Fiction poster on my wall. There we go, Dan. Good stuff. Love it. Uh, And Tyler, me, uh, at least one person heard and chuckled at the too soon ye thing. Yeah, I, I slipped that one in. I don't even know what that is. Man. We were talking about Woody, Woody, uh, Woody Allen uh, and during the Asperger oh. thing, and I said it's too soon you to talk about it, but soon you oh was the name of his daughter. God. <laughs> wow. Well done. Uh, is it? No, no it's, it's not. not. And don't give me credit for that. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it, but... <laughs> um, You know what, Dan? Um, I don't know. I think that I, I can definitely understand where you're coming from um and that it, it's a you know it's a personal uh you know there's a you're personally connected to it um but i would love to see some evidence as to how joker uh negatively impacted the conversation around mental illness i feel like all joker really did was give us some sweet memes and get people dancing on steps he also um, killed people. <laughs> I mean, if anything, that contributed to the mental health issue. <laughs> Especially the people living in the Bronx. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think people apply things to media, entertainment media primarily, um, project them onto the media based on how they personally feel. And I just don't I just don't think that that's the case. Like I don't think that people think that because of this specific movie that people that struggle with mental illness are murderers. I don't think that at all. Um, I think maybe, maybe like some of the rash of killings that we real life killings we've seen real life murders uh, over the last couple of years, the COVID years um, have done damage there because a lot of the conversation around that has been, Oh, they're mentally ill. They're homeless. Whatever. At least in New York, yeah, I don't the, know what it's like in the rest. That's of the, world. the skewed uh, discussion around it. To, and to that, the actual because it's yeah. right, because it's real, that has an impact on the conversation around mental illness. But I don't think I don't think a movie has, especially not in the world that we live in anymore, where media is so decentralized. Everybody does. Everybody watches like different things. I don't think there's one movie that's going to come out and really dominate any given conversation or negatively affect the perception of anything unless it's going out of its way to do that and then again it's up to that individual to be affected that way so i just don't agree but respectfully even if it was like pointed for something specific like that i feel like people would recognize at that point yeah it becomes 
a hateful thing at the end of the day, right? And right. you can gauge that and most people get turned off by that at that point. So for me, um, I can kind of relate to Dan a lot, honestly, uh, working with a working in the mental, uh, health, uh, personally, I've dealt with mental health issues that I've worked with, but specifically for, uh, loved ones, you know, with, you know, inpatient therapy and stuff like that multiple times for multiple people. And something I've have way too much experience with. Um, so I can, I can see how, like, especially like just the settings that it's in, you know, like with a social worker who barely gives a shit. Um, being around, you know, like in that mental health facility, like I can see how it can, tr- I don't want to say trigger things because it's like, oh, you're so triggered, but like trigger things in you that can make you yeah. feel a certain way. I, I agree. I think Joker skirts around that by A, not ever diagnosing him on screen. Um, if they said like, oh, he has, uh, I don't know, borderline personality disorder, then yeah, then you've actually connected other people to it you know like, yeah science you're saying oh well you have oh you have the joker thing i think the only thing that he really they really show is that he has um uh, it's called uh pseudobulbar effect which is the uncontrollable laughter mm. that's a neurotic condition um but even then that that part isn't shown to be a negative like a like a bad thing in fact i think that was a way to humanize him because it's like oh this is you know something he can't control um but I, I, I see I see where Dan's coming from, honestly. Uh, I, I never viewed it that way, but after reading that, I can see how somebody can. And I can see how it's like, it can be upsetting, you know? I mean, it, it, it essentially is, he is playing the stereotype of a mental ill person, mentally ill person. Um, maybe it helps that it's not a specific mentally ill illness, mental illness, but... Saint uh, Saint Jaws era. Nobody's getting out the pool because of a movie. Sorry. Yo, I had I knew uh, apparently people wouldn't use the toilet because they thought sharks were in there. <laughs> there are sharks in there. Mm. Oh, never using the toilet again. Yeah, that's real. Good. That's horrifying. Yeah, don't use a toilet. Avoid them. What are you crazy? It's gonna buy it all know. up, just like my emotions. Listen, kill. <laughs> You're perpetuating bad stereotypes. The truth. All right. <laughs> All right. I didn't know. It's funny. I, I think about, my dad would tell me when the Warriors came out, like nobody wanted to use the subway. Really? Um, but to be fair, he's like, he's like, but to be fair, nobody should have used the subway at that point. <laughs> it was kind of accurate. Well, shit. Yeah. In Joker, the subway, there's murder on the subway. How come we're not talking about that part? Nobody stopped using the subway. Uh, typical what about it anyway? Well, oof, yeah. <laughs> You're not kidding. Yeah, oof. <laughs> that got fucking real. Kidding. Nobody wants to use the subway either. <laughs> gotta get to work. That's right. When Joker came out, I feel like the subway was relatively safe. Now, I'm scared for my life every time I jump on. Start those, those those cross those cross uh cross borough ones. Oh, crossbar ones are alright. It just it depends which one you go to. Like the E train sometimes gets a little, a little dicey. Uh, a little dicey. Dude, you, you can find me on the A train. That's it. Oh, nice. we will. <laughs> Listen, Kale, you're very far away from the A train. But, right? Okay, it's uh, gonna take me a while. All right. <laughs> when I do, he's he's gonna take the tube first. <laughs> the channel, right? Is that what you guys call it over there? 
the channel. Yeah, the tube. The tube. All right. So uh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan, the man, for writing in. As always, appreciate you. Um, we have to talk about something sad, unfortunately, uh, because Tim Sale, shockingly, I, I feel, yeah, um, passed away this week. I don't think anyone, you know, at least publicly knew that there was something going on. Um, uh, he was 66 years old. We don't know yet, or at least as far as I'm aware, uh, we don't know um, why or the cause of, of his death. Um, it seems like he he passed with his wife um, by his side. So there is that at least, but. And, you know, it feels like we've done this a, a lot over the last couple of years in particular. Yeah. Um, just absolute titans of industry. I mean, on the screen right now, um, Tyler has up um, uh, Spider-Man Blue and uh, The Long Halloween. Spider-Man Blue and The Long Halloween are two of the greatest comics of all time and Tim sales front and center on those. Um, and I think like, that's my experience with Tim sale. You know, I don't, I don't know. Like I haven't seen a lot of Tim's work, but his shadow looms large because of the like incredible work that he's associated with, the stuff that everybody knows. Um, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. It doesn't get much better than these comics. And Tim's a huge reason for that. What you said about it feeling sort of sudden, I think, I don't remember if we actually talked about it on the show or uh, maybe we just like talked about it in passing, but uh, he had just recently got into the hospital and you know people were reaching out and just like oh you know it was like wednesday yeah, yeah. it's like hope you come out soon and you know hope all is good and sometimes you you expect things like that with like um uh what was it uh oh my god who recently passed or didn't um just came out of the hospital george perez right he passed george perez died yeah, no, he, oh, yeah, yeah. He but oh sorry but like right before he had come out of the hospital because he had gone in he came back out there was right. a oh. there was a whole conversation about him you know having that time and then this mm -hmm. just you know, day out day the day of and then it happened the next day it felt like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh terrible terrible news this guy was uh, he was up there he was one of the best yeah like, i we, mean we, the color series with um with jeff Loeb, so um you got spider-man blue obviously daredevil yellow uh captain america white hulk gray um classic stuff you know um, superman for all seasons which i think we did uh either book club or did uh it, we did an in-episode book club right about yeah. it yeah um like it's it's unbelievable if you're if you're jumping into comics for the first time right like you could just read tim sale books mm. because a lot of these are statement comics on a specific character that's kind of 
what his bread and butter is, at least as far as I've ever known him. Um, when you're going to recommend someone, hey, your first Batman comic should be, I'm sure a lot of people say the long Halloween. And that's not stopping. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to, they're not going to, there's not going to be a book where it's like, all right, forget about the long Halloween. We're not recommending that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like his name is etched in stone on some of the biggest books of all time. I personally can't speak to the man because from when I started reading comics, I never read a Tim sale interview or knew much about him, but on Twitter, the, the people, the creators who have spoken about him, those that knew him, have said he was a wonderful human being. And I always say, um, when we talk about these, you know, the legacy creatively is gargantuan. But the person that, that they were um, is what really matters. And by all accounts, Tim Sale was a good man and treated people well enough for, to be celebrated on Twitter by peers. Um, and that's, that's a wonderful thing. 66 though, too young. Um, unfortunately yeah. we don't know the reason yet, but that is way too young. Yeah. Beyond liver failure, kidney failure. That's all we know. I think like nothing, no, no reason as to like what caused it. Right. <sighs> yeah. This, this one, this one sucks. I mean, they all suck, but Tim's like, I, my first comics, <laughs> a few of them were Tim's sale comic books. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it just yeah. sucks. It's shocking. I didn't have an opportunity to process this myself because when it came out, I was away. Um, but yeah, it's terrible. Rest in peace. Another legend. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I hate, I hate when we have to do that because, you know, there's only so many legends. <laughs> There's so many left. Only, yeah, only so many left. Like, it just keeps on happening. Um, but I guess, you know, a lot of the architects of comics, you know, that was a long time ago. You know, um, the long Halloween was from, what, the uh, late the 80s, 90s. Or early 90s, 90s somewhere yeah. in there? Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> the a lot of these people, like, you know, the 80s, that's even well past the architects of comics. That, and that was 50 years ago almost. Sure, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, absolutely. Like, comics, it's funny because comics, for me, for some reason, feels young. And I guess yeah. it is relative to a lot of other things. But as you just pointed out, the architects of comics, even the modern architects, like I would consider Tim Sale to be, um, I mean... Pushing 70. Like. Yeah. Yeah, the 90s was 30 years ago. That's yeah. fucking wild. Right. Um, We're all 30 here, almost. Mm -hmm. Well, easy, easy. All right. Yeah. Take it all, right, all right. All right. Uh, Hot Long Halloween number one came out in 96. Okay. There you go. Yep. I was three. I was six. Wow. Yeah. What a, what a life. What a legacy. So let's talk about marvel let's talk about media consolidation that's a fun topic everybody Woo! um tyler has that uh that sweet image of an ape riding a horse that's salvador la roca art no now way. yes whenever you see salvador la roca art 
attached to any property, you know that Marvel is putting out a comic book with Salvador LaRocca's art in it featuring that property. They do it every time. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, Mm -hmm. uh, Alien, uh, this now. The only one I don't know if he touched was, uh, I don't know if he touched Conan. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he did. There you go. That's the move. That's what you do. They swapped out Conan. They picked up Planet of the Apes. Bad trade. I'm... I'm curious as to why they're doing this. Like, I mean, if you, if you tell me like, oh, they got Conan, they got Alien, they got Predator, and they're, you know, I would be, I can probably guess Planet of the Apes would be somewhere along the next ones. It's just one of those like big media properties that one of the tertiary uh, publishers had. Um, I remember there being actually a pretty good Planet of the Apes uh, Green Lantern uh, crossover. That was. I think okay, uh, yeah. call that yeah. Doctor yeah, Zayas got that. the uh, yellow lantern ring or something like that. It was pretty fun, but like, why? <laughs> like, are are these all former Fox properties? Oh, yeah. you um, okay. This that could be it. Right then. Yeah, that could be it. That makes sense. That they would want to tap into those. Um, I, I'll say the the Alien series. That's been pretty good with um what is it? Uh, Phil Kennedy, oh, Phil, Phil Kennedy Johnson, Salvador Roca, yeah. But like it's been it's been fun, and one of the things that I want to keep reading is the whenever it comes out, the Predator stuff. And in this, honestly, this is a pull for me. I recognize the franchise. Um, I would, uh, I'd be I'd be very curious just to see what they're gonna do with it. And I, it might surprise me because I, I might like it the way I did or do Alien. I mean, if Laroca is drawing something, it's going to look a little slimy. So it makes sense that he's doing Xenomorphs because um, that works. That like space, well. like it works to Laroca's strengths. I, I feel it's aliens and spaceships. Like <laughs> it works. Yeah. I mean, look. Very obviously, you know. There's a good reason to do this just from a financial standpoint, because, you know, hey, if you can make a comic book based on a property that people might show up for, it's better than doing the latest volume of Nova or whatever. Right. From a financial standpoint, Um, will it be good? I don't know. I would say Marvel's track record with these is is pretty solid, honestly, like the Star Wars stuff. You know, I'm not saying it's all been good, but you know what? Their batting average ain't bad. Yeah. Um, as Marco pointed out, the alien stuff is all right. Conan, I think, was used a lot better than people thought he would be. Um, and they kept him in good hands. I don't th- really think there was anything like bad Conan wise. Um, I didn't care about it, but it wasn't certainly not bad. Um, so chances are this will be solid. You know, Marvel knows when they have to pay you know jason aaron or you know one of these creators and say okay we need a hit go do it i can also see like a a way a way of this being to uh to kind of beef up their marvel unlimited uh catalog Mm because they can say oh marvel unlimited has all these things and not just marvel it's got star wars planet of the apes predator alien you know subscriptions come in that way so yeah like like a disney plus 
uh, exactly. how they have Marvel stuff and Everything all that else. other stuff. They yeah. have a bundle uh, too. I wonder if they uh, give, make a new tier with this bundled in too. All with uh, Marvel Unlimited? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like cool. a transmedia wow. That would be a move. You yeah. force someone into an cool. entire ecosystem that they get sucked into. You know what the problem is? The people who come up with bundles like that don't know Marvel Unlimited is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> they Agreed. don't know. Yeah. They probably don't know that the company they work for publishes comics on any level. I mean, we were happy when Amazon didn't know Comixology existed. You know, <laughs> those were better days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if Disney got involved and I, I mean, look, I don't know. But I feel like if Disney got involved with um, Marvel Unlimited, that would be a really good thing. I really do. What do you mean? Involved? If they can get the right rights to like, they, like old Disney comics back too, like ooh, yeah. If they st- if they good. started promoting it, like if it was a part of that kind of bundle, I feel like they wouldn't really mess with it because you know we we can talk we could do a whole podcast talking shit about Disney, but they haven't messed with Marvel really. Like they've kind of let it be its thing, as far as we can tell. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. There have been some. They sort of Disneyfy a couple of things. You know, like they've made it, uh, I would say, a bit more all ages, you know, not necessarily like kid friendly, but more like family friendly. I could see that. Yeah. But you're referring like, to the who, comics. Uh, the comics, the general, I would say the just general media. Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking just on, on a UI perspective, too, because I look at comicsology and how much of a friggin' mess that is. Um, but like a UI, like Hulu hasn't changed their UI really. It's been cleaned up with like a more yeah. modern look. Right. But the way it works is yeah. the same. They didn't right. make it Disney Plus clone, you know, uh, which I think people were afraid of. But even um, even the Marvel U, uh, yeah, the Marvel Unlimited UI isn't bad. No, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good the, actually. The, yeah, the competitors are have really good UI at this point comparatively. Because I re- I remember when. Marvel Unlimited first came out. I hated it. It was awful. Yeah. Um, and now it's actually pretty good. Kayla, did you end up using the DC app? I haven't yet. I, I poked around it, but I haven't. I haven't used it. Okay. The, oh, okay. I'd like to read something. I because I was gonna ask if you like the UI compared to it to Comicsology. Compared to I'm sure I, I'm sure I do like right it. now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the DCU app, I used it, uh, I think, when it first, first came out. Um, I didn't have a subscription, but I think, like, I um, I, I don't know what I did. A trial. A trial or whatever. And it was pretty pretty solid. Like, I don't know. Comixology, for whatever reason, can't get their stuff together. But actually, they, and they put out an update this week um, about, yeah, yeah, I, about all the things that they're working on. Not like a. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and it's just so it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> it's funny. I have I went out to dinner with one of my my old friends from high school who never read comics before in high school. But during quarantine, he got really into Grant Morrison comics. And he's like, and then we're just having dinner, and I never talk about comics with this dude. And he's like, but then Comicsology changed the app. I'm like, yo. <laughs> he's like, it's a mess now. I'm like, dude. You've read comics for a year, and you can already tell this thing is a mess. Yeah. That makes him not want to read it anymore. That that really sucks. Yeah. At this point, with Comixology, it's like they're on, um, 
It's like they're on work supervision. Like they have to give us updates with everything they're working on and apologize. Like, oh, probation. You know, we're working hard. It's just so embarrassing. Oh. Uh, I, but I Planet know. of the Apes. Do you guys like Planet of the Apes? <laughs> yeah. No. The yeah. Matt Reeves uh, movies are very, very good. I've heard good things about them. I've only they seen are. the first one of the trilogy. Maybe the, fir- maybe the second one. I don't get why people like these it doesn't like even (laughs) even the first one i'm like okay all right i get one of these like talking monkeys one uh yeah a full franchise of like 17 movies or whatever i'm like come on what is there (laughs) like have you seen the matt reeves ones i think i've seen uh bits and pieces i don't know if i've seen a full one but even on on its face, I'm just like, I don't come on, dude. I always felt that way. I was like, oh, wow, okay, apes that talk, but I love apes that talk. <laughs> and also, the Matt Reeves stuff, dude, you will feel things. Yeah, the CG in it is bonkers. It's wild. Yeah, so good. Um, but there were five original Planet of the Apes movies from '68 to '73. They pumped out five movies. Too many. In five in five years. Wow. In five uh, years, was it that quick? Sixty-eight. <laughs> yeah, man, they were really pumping these out. Jeez, I mean, they got those ape up. costumes. Like it's that's true. Easy, as well, it right? was way easier back then to make uh, ape movies than it is now. So then there's the so there's five. There'd be six would be the Tim Burton one, and then there's three Matt Reeves ones, or at least that universe. So there's a Tim Burton one. Oh boy, two thousands. Yeah, there's a Tim Burton Planet of the Apes, like a solo one that is. Uh, it has Matt Paul Giamatti as Dr. Zayas, which I think is very good casting. Did you mention, um, what's his name? Todd. Uh, there was another, wasn't there another French, another uh, trilogy for Planet of the Apes? Or maybe they only uh, got two? That was just the two. Peter no, Jackson? Uh, Didn't Peter Jackson have he did King Kong. Crazy? Oh, other, okay, other, other ape movie. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mixing my apes up. Yeah. 2001, <laughs> yeah. Tim Burton, Planet of the Apes, Marco. Wow. Yeah. Uh, starring Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. What? The, uh, the poor man's Matt Damon. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Hanel Bonham Carter <laughs> played Mark. one of the... Uh, there's a Tim Roth played a chimpanzee. Oh, yeah. I remember... I kind of rewatched this. I remember really liking it as a kid, and I'm, I'm sure it does not hold up. Unreal. Uh, all right. Enough ape chat. Let's talk about the next potential boom hit. I feel like every season, Boom's good for one, every season. Last season, spring, it was uh, grim. Now we're looking at Briar as potentially being that next hit. So Briar is a post-apocalyptic Sleeping Beauty story. Okay. Huh. Interesting premise. So it's, it's obviously a fantasy-based series. Interesting premise. Now let me tell you creative team so christopher cantwell who's been doing uh iron man um is teaming up with german garcia and matthias lopez for this story it's coming out in september it looks pretty good um from a visual standpoint to me um they put out a few covers You've got your Jenny Frizen cover that is very Jenny Frizen. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, she she has a style and it works. Yeah. It's, it's very good. Um, I feel like comics are missing a lot of fantasy. Like, There's not too, too many fantasy comics out there that got a lot of buzz, I feel like. Um, so I think this is a great time for a book like this. And it's Sleeping Beauty. So like people are, you know, maybe thinking about fables and that being back, mm. um, you know, the kind of grim fantasy stuff with the book, boom, just put out grim um, monstrous kind of reminds me in a sense, just because of the fantasy aspects. I think now's a really good time for this. This is, this is cool. Um, I, I saw Matt Lopez love his stuff. Uh, his colors are incredible. So any kind of book that he's typically on well worth it he works with really good teams uh this is cool i'm not usually into fantasy but i'm always willing to to try it out because i feel like there's definitely a way in mm-hmm. uh it just sort of depends the context of the book and what the story is and you know what i'm i'm down if it's a if this is how they're pitching it i'm down for that kind of fairy tale it's cool so this so- is what Cantwell said Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I want to know. He said, um, I've never gotten a chance to tell a high fantasy story of any kind, but I've always wanted to ever since I discovered old Robert E. Howard stories. One thing that kept me hesitant was finding a proper way in something new and, and different that also celebrates all the sword and sorcery fun seen in the best of the genre. In tandem, as I grew older, the world around us seems less and less stable with so many things falling into crisis. These two things came together in my head in the form of Briar. Here's someone that remembers the world one way during a time of sheltered innocence, but has now overslept Mm. and found herself in a place of complete and tropic disarray. The question is, how will she even survive? And what happens when the plans for the entire rest of your life turn out to be completely meaningless and absurd? Where do you turn in order to conjure up your own new meaning and purpose? That sounds really, really cool. It's a real uh, Rip Van Winkle story. Mm. Um, For me, I really like Christopher Cantwell. Um, His Iron Man and his Doctor Doom were a fucking killer. So I'm going to I'm going to follow this guy anywhere he uh he's writing stuff so nice this is his first you know cre- big creator own drop i believe um after coming from television halt and catch fire so you know good books already good word of mouth on the writer pretty much from the get-go um and now you're talking about a creator own with boom the hottest studio in comics it's a recipe for success. Yeah. Oh, he did. She could fly. That's very good. What's that? Uh, she could fly is a. If I remember a dark horse book. Um. Uh, it's about a girl who has this. Uh, she has these sort of mental breaks, but uh, a and she's a really big fan of this popular superhero mm-hmm. who inadvertently dies, and then it deals about how all these people deal with the death of a superhero like as people or fans of them it's 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 a really interesting concept i love that i think Hmm. i I think you should check it out it's 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 pretty good it came out a few years ago she could fly yeah she could fly nice 
man, just to go back to the comicsology conversation for just half sure. a second, like <laughs> when we get recommended, like Marco just recommended that, I'm sitting here like, man, I could find that on comicsology, but now I don't fucking want to. Like, <laughs> brutal. I, like I wish the other apps, the other companies had apps, or like there was a better place. It used to be comicsology, but now yeah. I don't want to do it. Wow, Marco, they only have two left in stock on Amazon. Ooh, pick it up. They about yeah. to go right now. I think I'm gonna have to. Um, all right. So look, I hope I hope this is the last time we talk about this. I don't want to keep doing this every single week. I'm sure people, or maybe you guys do want to hear about it. I don't know. Let me know. But uh, we've got Ezra Watch now. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <Tyler. laughs> You're a funny dude. Um, a photo. Look, it's gotten really bad. So last week, just to catch you up, we talked about Ezra being accused of grooming, drugging, um, manipulating, corrupting a minor from the age of 12, I believe, to now 18. In that the, the that person is now an 18-year-old person and that Ezra has had an influence over their life since they were 12. That was a 14 year old to 18. There's a, a four, different 12 year old. Sorry. There's a yes. Okay. Yeah. So that, and that's one of the updates that we have this week. So now it comes out that there's a 12 year old as well that Ezra is accused of. Yeah. Kill. Corrupting. Oh, what? A, yeah. Yeah. A 12 year old child. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, Catherine, a whole segment. Um, and so Ezra was supposed to be served. Um, and the police have been looking for them. And I mean, this is a court order, right? And Ezra is nowhere to be found. Apparently Ezra and I believe their name was, uh, Dakota. Yeah. Dakota iron eyes. Both of them are, Presumably on the run. No one knows where they are. Um, the, the family had filed the order of protection. It can't be served. Ezra can't be found. Ezra took to social media. Ezra took to Instagram to taunt police. I don't know. Like Just to troll. It's crazy. Ezra posted uh, a picture that says, you cannot touch me. I am in another universe. I mean, the, the Speed Force can do that. Flashpoint is coming. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, there's like this old Facebook meme where like this local police uh, um, police force posted like a wanted, like a, a warrant out for this guy's arrest. And the guy comments on the Facebook post of his own thing saying, come find me. <laughs> it's like that same kind of energy. But is this not super villain? Stuff like you're 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 posting He's taunts on Instagram the whole time for cops. Who are you, the Riddler? Like are you leaving clues? What is happening? It reminds me of that uh, that meme a couple of years ago. It came. It was attached to a movie. Um, it came out. Uh, the thing was a snowman. I left you all the clues, Mister Policeman. 
Don't you guys know. didn't. You, you no. guys didn't get that one. No. no. So I saw I saw a tweet by uh, Halal Kalalism was the the Twitter handle, <laughs> which is a great fucking Twitter handle. Uh, but he said uh, the Ezra Miller case is absolutely everything. It's almost like a set of culture war talking points assumed yeah. human form and started doing crimes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Word. I. I mean, it's just, it's just, it makes no sense. Then they posted a meme of, it's, I guess it's from GTA. I'm not sure. It's a person standing and it says me. And then someone standing with their hands behind their back. And it says people and in, in people's hands, they're holding flowers that say headache. So the idea is that people want to give Ezra a headache. Um, I don't know. There were, there were four of them or something like that. And they're just, it just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Ezra is dangerous. Right now. Yeah, like this is another level. This is, it's like we're 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 joking about it, you know, but it's not even funny. Like it's like we have to do that because how else do you talk about this? And this is a show, but like, oh my god, my Andy's Sean, gotta go, man. It wasn't in the notes, Sean, but um, did you? look into the uh wb rumors regarding this well i i saw what so what i saw was that wb wants nothing to do with ezra past the flash yeah. that they were hoping that this would kind of like be a low level thing and and kind of you know not escalate by the time the movie comes out um, and that's that's all I saw. Did you have more, Tyler? That's, that's what I saw too. But like okay. in my opinion, it's like, oh, this is ramping up. We're gonna get yeah. like, Shit. I wouldn't be surprised if we get like OJ style car chase. Like that. That's where I feel like this but is that, going. <laughs> this is what I was saying last week. There's no way because this isn't over. You can't put this movie out. How can you put this movie out with this person still still doing a twelve year old? Come on, because yeah. you're not gonna have them doing press like they're no, not going to be at the red carpet you know <laughs> jimmy kimmel yeah michael Keaton oh, is going to be jimmy having kimmel to just, do he'll just rub his little head rub yeah. their little head yeah i mean um what's her face You're that's just playing a little quibble yeah. but like maybe that's a good thing for uh what's her face playing supergirl like she's gonna she's gonna be doing all the press probably for this movie so and and michael right. Keaton. they are yeah as yeah. it stands when they showed the movie off at, I don't know if it was WonderCon or MegaCon or which one it was. That's South American one, right? Maybe you're right. Yeah. They didn't even show the Flash like that. It was <laughs> all Michael Keaton. Because what can you do? This dude is a terror. Yep. Um, it's just, this is just the worst. I honestly, look, I had the thought, what if you just CG some other actor in there? That's what I said. Get Grant Gustin, CG it, that mofo in there. I think the technology's there. Maybe not it's fully, but it'll be a little there. weird. Like uh, in, in, in Obi-Wan, right now, they have uh, James Earl Jones doing the voice of Darth Vader. That's AI doing that. Those those I've seen, those are actually really, really cool. Yeah. Um, what? They've yeah. AI James Earl Jones' voice? Yeah. Yeah, they, instead of, they, they, they pretty much used AI to have him redo why? his lines with Darth Isn't Vader. Isn't he alive? He's like ninety something right now, or something. Oh, like that. that's right. His voice might not be as <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could. Uh, the last time he was on, you could really hear the age. <laughs> yeah, it was so it like, um, Rogue One, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but like, imagine all the money they put into this. This was their their movie. Like, this is like their No Way Home 
that's gonna like reintroduce a young superhero and bring back a whole bunch of new characters he liked. Man, I almost feel bad, but then I remember it's a big corporation; they can go screw themselves. <laughs> and you know what? Michael Keaton has a separate franchise, so he's good. And what's but what sucks Morbius. is that this is <laughs> this is the inheritance that the WB Discovery merger and Zaslav. The, the chairman are, are 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 getting this is what they're getting yeah. you know um their big tentpole movie that's coming out has a star attached who is nuclear <laughs> you cannot touch this person damaged goods really yeah 100 they should get a tattoo on their forehead that says damage <laughs> <laughs> honestly trajectory is heading that way yeah i wouldn't Eesh. be surprised Eesh. Wow. And you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? How many people said when uh, Justice League was coming out, oh, Ezra Miller, not my Flash. (laughs) I was right. Kale was right. Once again, feel like we need that to be a shirt. Goddamn right. We can do that. We can do that on a shirt. Oh, we can do it on the shirt now. The Kill Was Right series. Forthcoming. God, I can't wait to get that shirt. <laughs> you can wear it during you know any what? kind I'm of not buying, I'm not argument. buying any Comics Pals merch until we get that shirt. <laughs> Dude. I will make it tomorrow. I, I can do that. You can't wear that in your house because your wife is right. I, I, well, that's fair. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I like how you're going to try one. to argue that. <laughs> I'll, get one, I'll, make a right I'll get one for her and I'll cross my name out. <laughs> <laughs> just in sharpie <laughs> thanks for the follow i missed the name uh, but, it was uh, h-h-y-j-h-g i don't know how to pronounce that though there's no vowels in that so help us out we would love to pronounce your name <laughs> welcome hug <laughs> nice oh, no. try uh oh welcome harris thank you for joining dude um the snyderverse guys definitely ain't getting their universe even if wb wanted it dude snyderverse is cursed Yikes. Snyderverse is cursed. I like it. Let's the, make that a shirt. Like, what do we have? Uh, Jason Momoa is like the only one who's like had no real. It's clean. Scandal? What about uh, Shazam? Shazam, The Rock, oh, Levi. No, Wonder um, Woman. I, I'm thinking Justice League specifically. Oh, um, even Gal Gadot had that that thing where like she was like emotionally abusing somebody when they were models. What? <laughs> what? I don't know about uh, that. Yeah, that was a thing. People don't like her because of like her ties to. Um, oh yeah, and then the Israeli she was in the military, yeah. military <laughs> and yeah, all, and then she sung. What was that song? Imagine. Yeah, <laughs> At the I would say that's almost that's almost worse yeah. worse than being in the IDF. <laughs> I I really like. I swear, the Justice League of the DC films is the Legion of Doom in disguise. It's Thunderbolts. God, I swear they're <laughs> villains. The They're villains. Two, uh, the Earth, what is it? the Earth Two Justice League? Yes, the, the Crime Ultraman Syndicate. And the oh crime yeah, syndicate. that's what it is. It's it's wild. During all of this, the most likable character is like Peacemaker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even that, even that, like, think about like the dichotomy between those. Like John Cena went out of his way to meet a kid from the Ukraine who, like, you know. Is, is like the kid was like severely autistic or whatever and mm-hmm. john cena was like hell yeah let's go i'll meet him but the peacemaker is like insane but he's but like the dichotomy of him and his character are like 
it makes perfect sense. He's it's a the great only choice one by Cena. Yeah. playing an on-screen villain that we have talked about. Everybody else is a villain in real life. Yeah, as heroes. Playing heroes. Or even fucking <laughs> The Rock as Black Adam. Well, like, yeah. He's a villain played by a, a seemingly yeah. nice dude. <laughs> right. This place is Wild inverted. Man. The bizarro world. This is, oh this is Axis. This is DC's Axis. This is fucking... DC's <laughs> <laughs> In real even, life. Even fucking... They've... <laughs> they've handicapped Superman. And... Henry Cavill is like the nicest nerd ever. Yeah, yeah. Dude just wants is to that... build computers and play Warhammer, but he has to be all buff. <laughs> Yo, that video of him just building his PC with his guns out, I was like, yeah. oh, oh boy, hello, okay. His guns out. For one second, I was like, wait, why would he? What do you need guns for to build a PC? That, that's that's PC. That, that's that's peacemaker. Yeah, that's uh, that's PC maker. Uh... I this Ezra thing is just it's brutal. I don't know where this is gonna go, and I think that's <laughs> the doesn't. scariest part. Like they're just terrorizing the United States, and um, <laughs> like no one's safe. But we hope I also it's the like, United States. I also right. like the the Ezra Miller stuff where it's like um, they have been in altercations in Hawaii, Connecticut, yeah. North Dakota, North Carolina, and like they're running away from the the police. This is flash energy going on, running right. around the country. Like well, is this, what's um what's the uh the the evil flash? Not the the one that's in the Earth two or Earth three. Not reverse flash. Not reverse flash. The one that's no. in the crime syndicate. That's Johnny, Johnny Quick. It's Johnny oh. Quick. Yeah, it's Johnny Quick. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Quick. Ezra's more of a Johnny Quick than a Flash, in my opinion. Ezra is absolutely a Johnny Quick. Yeah. Which sucks because Johnny Quick rules. <laughs> the Crime Syndicate rules. I love the Crime Syndicate. I love yeah, the Crime Syndicate. What if they did that, though? What if they, like, rebooted it and they brought back the original Snyderverse characters to play the Crime Syndicate? Man, that would be so cool. Ezra would, Ezra's in there. You can't do that. He's running so fast, uh, you can't see Johnny Quick. That's how you... We can, we can just put uh, news footage of whatever happens in, in the actual film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Johnny Quick, uh, at a karaoke bar, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spotted again. <laughs> Have you seen this person? <laughs> it's just a picture of a blur. <laughs> wow, uh... Kelly, you're not wrong. He fucking loves Warhammer. Oh, he's know, a total dude. nerd. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I'm going through his Instagram. He's <laughs> like like actively just Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah. I want one social media promo from Ezra. Yeah, promo. Nice. Like a, a wrestling promo? Yeah, I want one promo. <laughs> like one, you guys won't, you guys can't catch me. I'm too quick for you. Like, I just want one. I just want one. Like, I I, I want like a Riddler style, like shaky phone (laughs) camera, weird angles, slightly blurry. I want want honestly don't put that out of the realm of possibility either. Like at some point, I think Azure knows what they're doing. Hmm. Oh, like Ezra's also Ezra has like real uh, Manhattan rich uh, art kid energy. Um, Right. So I don't put this being a piece of performance art off the board either. (laughs) 
Like this is just elaborate performance art. Um, Catherine said I can, in the, I can see that. In the chat is method acting. Yeah, like, oh my to the god. Role. Oh my god. I... <laughs> the role of the superhero? Like <laughs> it's the post <laughs> right. superhero Kel. It's just, it's just so nuts. And then we're about to talk about Joker the musical. This is the reverse wait. world. I cannot wait. What should, what's should happening? Should we get into that? Should we get into that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like Joker 2, which we talked about last week also. I don't think this this trend will continue, but uh Joker 2 it's being reported uh by I want to say the Hollywood reporter uh is going to be a musical. And not only that. Yeah, it is the Hollywood reporter. Not only is it going to be a musical allegedly, but that Lady Gaga is up for the lead female part in the film, which from what I have read is Harley Quinn. I All right. love it. That I am hype for this. The musical episode of uh, Scrubs is probably one of the best episodes, and I feel like this is this has that kind of energy. You, you think Joker Two has real Scrubs energy? Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Specifically, that musical episode. I mean, I would say that musical episodes of things that aren't typically musicals are some of the best episodes. Buffy, yeah, um, Batman: Brave and the Bold. Reportedly, the Flash one is actually really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which the one? Flash of them? or Supergirl? I don't remember. Which one of the many uh, Riverdale musical episodes? Well, okay, yeah, you got us there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. When I read this, I was like, first of all, what did I drink? Um, second of all, yes, please. Um, it is just wild enough that. I'm like we talked about it last week. We we're like, oh, this could be like a French New Wave sort of thing. But like, yeah, if it was gonna lean into the music, it could be something like uh, I don't know. Like, maybe we'll do like a take on West Side Story instead. Um, Mary Poppins or something. Oh, don't even get me started, Mary Poppins. I love that movie. Dude, um, I'm thinking like, imagine they bring in like animation like that. Oh, dude, I wouldn't put it past them. Honestly, I know that. That's what I'm thinking. Is they, yeah. There's just there's just so much potential here for what they could do with it. The cartoon hyenas. There we go. This is weird. I feel like I'm. <laughs> That's why it's good. Uh, I don't know that I agree. Like, I don't care about a musical Joker movie. That is so random. Like, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn is already out there, and I love Lady Gaga. Was listening to her on my birthday. Um, but I like. Okay, fine. That part I can accept. Musical. How do we get to musical? This dude is Joker. a vicious murderer. Yeah, but that he's he's gone over the edge, right? So like at yeah. this point, what are the, what are the machinations of his mind? Who the fuck knows? And and music was heavily part of the the movie, like his character. He would be dancing constantly. You know, there's the the Bronx staircase thing that you know everyone talks Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Um, which I have here, riding Lady Gaga motorcycle from the Born This Way cover. Um, Beautiful. I love that. Well, oh, I see. Yeah. 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 The hands. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I don't know. To Like, I'm not saying it can't work because we have clearly seen anything can work. But 
do I care about it on its face? Absolutely not. Mm. Not for me. Can I ask what kind of music you would want? Do you want Gaga I, to go full Gaga or you want her to I go like want music? <laughs> like, but like, okay, music is going to happen. Let's just say it's going to happen. What kind of music do you want? Let let Lady Gaga make pop songs for her and Joaquin Phoenix to, you know what? I want them to recreate the telephone music video with Joaquin Phoenix playing Beyonce and Harley Quinn playing Lady Gaga. Honestly, uh, there there was apparently in Beyonce's new album coming out. She has a song with Lady Gaga on it, and I'm pretty pretty. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, that got that got leaked. So, Um, great music video too. Um, Telephone. I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of all of Lady Gaga's stuff, except for like, I don't care much for the Star Is Born shit. You know. Yeah, I'm not into that era. Um, That one when she was doing that music with that old guy. Oh, when she was Tony Bennett's nurse. Tony Bennett. With yeah. that old guy. Yeah. With that yeah. old guy? You're going to that do that to music, my man? Music legend Tony Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? I was partially for the reaction, but I'll tell you the truth. I don't know who that is. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, man, I'm... I, yeah I, I believe it. <laughs> I grew up in the hood. Nobody was busting yeah. Tony Bennett. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Listen, this, this feels on, like I guess. Um, or Joker was uh, Saturday Night Fever. This movie feels like it could be staying alive, <laughs> um, which is a pejorative, really. <laughs> Joker uh, was Saturday Night Fever. In, in comparison, the, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever is staying alive and it is crazy and it's shit. It's horrible. <laughs> um, so this movie, I think, has the potential to be either very good or horrible. I don't see a middle ground for this at this point. Dude. That's a good point. If Joker is Grease, could this be Grease too? You, oh, that's exactly, exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. Yep. Shit. Then I'm in. Let's go. Okay. Right. Maybe. Maybe could this be. is a movie for me. Whoa, 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 whoa! But they don't have Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, but you think they're not gonna put Lady Gaga in leather? I'm not I, I think contractually <laughs> she has <laughs> to do anything. Shot for a second. He's like, what? Mm, no, hold on a second. Let's think about that one. She's worn meat before. I think leather is fine. <laughs> I mean, I've seen her in all manner of clothing. I've seen her in no clothing. Lady Gaga is comfortable with whatever. Yeah. But I just, uh, I don't well, know. Multi, uh, multi. She's been nominated for an Oscar twice at this point, right? For um, for Star is Born and for the Gucci one. That was horrible. Oh, but apparently Gucci. she was okay yeah, in it. Yeah. Gucci. The Gucci one that was horrible. <laughs> Wait, what award did she get nominated for? Uh, for Best Actress, one? I believe. For a horrible yeah. movie. She I, she what was she? good. Movie was bad. Yeah. Uh, is um, how I've... Yeah. I don't have a problem with Lady Gaga's acting. I'm not even... It's, it's not even that. It's just the premise. If you told me these two were going to be in a movie, you know, about whatever else... And not playing Joker and Harley Quinn? Sure, why not? This is just out there. But hey, again, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't want to talk about this damn movie again until we can see some footage. Oh, man, the trailer is going to be so good. It's going to be even more batshit than this Baz Luhrmann Elvis trailer. Oh, my God, I'm so tired of seeing that trailer. I'm I'm excited for that movie. Yeah. It looks batshit insane, yeah. Yeah. Tyler, you're, you're excited. You, I'm, I'm, I'm going to that opening weekend. I think I will too. Yeah. Wait, for what movie? Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Isn't Elvis movie coming out? 
Yeah. By Baz yeah, Luhrmann, though, Lerman. the guy who did yeah. Moulin Rouge and Great Gatsby. Oh, my God. Oh. So did it's going to be do, bombastic. Uh, Juliet? I believe so. I believe so. The one with the uh, and it has Tom Hanks in a fat suit. <laughs> tremendous. What? And the best accent I've ever heard out of Tom, Tom Hanks? Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> Tom Hanks, not really known for his accents, I don't think. Um, but... It's it's something, it's something. What's the what's what are some of the titles for some of the songs that uh, Joker and Harley Quinn will perform in the Crazy movie? for You? Okay, Monster, right. Monster. Monster. Yeah. <laughs> Ezra's uh, My Flash. <laughs> How would they have a song called Why So Serious? That'd be great. Oh, come on! Man, if, I'm gonna get this if, on vinyl. I can't wait for this movie. If they lean into like the memes on this too, come on, that's gonna be. Oh, the good. title song is "We Live in a Society." <laughs> <laughs> it's like day. the big number. <laughs> One yeah, bad you know? day. Yes, I can hear that. Yeah. Born this way. Wait, wait, is "One Bad Day" saying like uh, "One Day More" from Les Misérables? <laughs> because I never saw that. I'm in. Oh man. Do I need to watch that movie to prepare for this? Because I haven't seen a musical. In, When's know. the last musical you've seen? The last musical I saw? Hmm. <clears throat> Gosh. Ooh, uh, tick, tick, Grease. boom. Grease. Grease too, I guess. Ooh, I heard that's good. That's uh, good. Rocket Man. You seen that? The Elton John uh, mm. biopic? Very good. Very tastefully mm. done. Highly recommend it. Really? Okay. If you like Elton John, it's great. Paul uh, Paul Dano did one with uh, or did like a biopic of um, uh, was it something Wilson from the Beach Boys? Where he was Brian he Brian Wilson where he was like the lead and did huh. real good stuff. Cool. I mean, Last musical I saw was the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. <laughs> and that's where it's I'm leaving it. It's good. Of course, it's good. It's damn good. It's the best show on TV. I mean, not really, but you know. <laughs> Another fucking supervillain, Joss Whedon. <clears throat> um, enough of that Gaga talk. In uh, our main topic, we're talking webtoons. Uh, talk about supervillains. <laughs> boy, <laughs> oops! It's it's amazing how people companies show their ass. Um, like. All right. Do you guys want to get right into it? Are you cool to go? Do we yeah. need to stop? No? I'm good. All right. I'm good. Let's do it. So we're talking Webtoons. Basically, what happened is that Webtoon put out a... Uh, they, they put out some ads, and they're all over the place. Uh, they're on you know subways and stuff like that. Um, and the primary one that has pissed people off is uh it's just you know the background is just some you know uh art uh comic art one of the series lore lore olympus okay and uh the the verbiage is comics are literature's fun side hustle comics are literature's fun side hustle so let's break that down let's start right there webtoon is a 
host platform essentially for manga and comics comics in general manga the specialty i would say is probably fair to say um why is that no i saw self stevenson's uh comment uh, they should see my wallet if it's the fun side hustle (laughs) right exactly exactly and that and that's why comics creators are so pissed off um webtoon has gotten rich off the backs of comic book fans and creators and then you're gonna say that it's a fun side hustle for who who's whose side hustle is comics other than like i guess you could say maybe like a i guess in terms of human people like christopher cantwell went from hollywood to comics i'm not saying that's his side hustle but he has other options and things that he could do other than comics Mm. yeah that's not his that's not his bread and butter not the same way that you know so stevenson that's how they plan to make their money that's their plan for life kale that's kale's plan for life it's not kale's side hustle to make comics that's how kale wants to earn a living you know even someone who has already done it you know like let's say brian michael bendis right what other plan did brian bendis have in the 90s how was brian bendis going to pay his bills or feed his family other than comics it worked out thank goodness but was it a side hustle hell no uh i think to be fair bendis did write uh uh crime literature <laughs> and then comics right. was his side hustle which which got big but did bendis okay. have a name like was bendis no not in not in not in literature no no that's what i'm saying like mm-hmm. cantwell had a hit show that was on tv relative to that you know, these most of most comic book creators don't come from anything. Yep. And it's bullshit to say this. And it's not only bullshit if you're a fan of comics or if you're a writer or artist in comics or creator in comics. It's bullshit if you're a fan because it's disrespectful to the thing you love. And I'm, I'm on my soapbox. I'm sorry. I know that there's another side to this argument, which is, oh, take a joke. It's a way to promote comics it's a cute ad it's not that serious well fuck you (laughs) you know what i'm saying like yeah fuck yeah there's there's we just talked about tim sale okay a legendary comic book artist that died at 66 years old from a combination of what marco said kidney failure and we don't know what else and we don't know what precipitated the kidney fill. Yeah. I'm sure money probably could have helped Tim Sale. More money probably could have helped Tim Sale. Was Tim Sale properly compensated for all the work that Tim Sale did in these legendary comics? Probably not. Probably not. A lot of comic book creators die uh, destitute, needing help, needing uh, that's why we have the uh, uh, Kale, help me out. The, the, the comic CBLDR. book. CBLDR. Yeah. Yeah. The legal defense fund. The, fund. Yeah, the legal defense fund. Yes. That's why we have things like that. Because these older creators, the, the creator of Rocket Raccoon, if yeah. I recall correctly, Bill, died Bill yep. in a horrible situation. He's still, and he's still it's alive. Like, oh, okay. He's in dire straits. Like, but in a bad spot. Medical bills. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, and like there's room for fun. We should have fun. We should play. Comics are very fun. But what's not fun is people who can't feed themselves because their side hustle doesn't pay enough. That's not fun, and that's not funny. Not to me. For, for me, anyone who gets into comics is not getting into comics for the money. They're getting into it because it's a passion. Yeah. And I don't think a passion can be a side hustle because it's a passion. You put your fucking blood, sweat, and tears into that shit. That's not something that's on the side, on, on the back burner. Um, usually Thank it's, it's almost like it's almost the opposite, really. It's like uh, the comic stuff is you have your day job just so you can actually do the comic stuff. It's almost your day job as a side hustle, to be honest. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how you prioritize in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I so the other day, this very same ad, um, my aunt, she travels. She's a teacher in, in Brooklyn. She has to travel from Jersey. So she has to pass through the city. Happened to see this very same one. Uh, and sent me a picture of it. Uh, and anecdotally for her, she's not a comics reader. She's not necessarily a comics fan. She knows it through osmosis, uh, through me. But uh, she sent it and she's like, oh, I thought the quote the quote was cute. It was, you know, it's quirky. Mm-hmm. And I had to think about it because I'm like, okay, from her perspective, not that it's necessarily lower of an art for her. She's an English teacher. She gets it, right? There's no disparity between the the, the value of it. But for someone who's not integrated into um, the comic space, for her, uh, she reads, she teaches English, she she had you know you go through your Jane Eyers, you go through your all that stuff, and for her it's okay addressing that their 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 literature, but they're enjoyable, they're they're less dry, they're um, they're just more fun than would be a book, and that was her sort of take on the ad. And I can I can see that. Um, I would disagree just because of how. Uh, I I also had seen this one separate from her, and I hadn't really made the connection because I thought and this is me putting my marketing brain on because for work, um, I'm just like okay, this is how you get a general audience through the door, but I think it does the damage of building a negative stereotype where mm. you view it as lower, mm-hmm. and I think mm. there's a way to curtail that in the messaging but the messaging for the audience it's trying to hit is not necessarily activated comics readers because you have another one uh, and i sent you guys a few but um because i've been seeing them all over but as much as it says that um they're also they're just like oh we're, we're spilling tea because tea would be uh, you know some sort of drama right and, and people can respond to that in the workplace or uh you have the other one which was uh doom scrolling because that's that's relatable to somebody who doesn't necessarily read comics people mm-hmm. doom scroll all the time uh, so i think that we also have to be cognizant of who this is trying to address not necessarily the creators who rightly so would, would react this way but somebody who's not in the space who wouldn't otherwise know potentially what webtoons is but sees the ad and says oh uh, I, i'm getting it this is this is something related to comics. I know that through a very general flavor. I mean, maybe this might interest me. I th- I think you're right, but I think it's still tone deaf. Sure. Yeah. I, you I know, disagree. because like, even if it said, you know, um, comics are literature's fun cousin, right? Mm-hmm. Like side hustle, you know, already has a connotation, you yeah. know? A side hustle is being an Uber Eats driver, you know, on the side of your 
nine to five because you're struggling or whatever. Um, so it, you know, it, I don't know. It's like, it still has a negative connotation that is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And you would think people who are in charge of a comics platform would be expected to know better. Sure. Yeah. The, the, the term fun side hustle is such a capitalist Stockholm syndrome sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean a fun side hustle just to survive? Like what are you, the hustle means like you're chasing right. after something, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's dumb. Webtoon did have a response. Um, Ooh, that was quick. Yeah, they, they they actually put out a response on the 14th. So they got right out. Um, Learn a lesson, fucking comicsology. <laughs> <laughs> they said, to every creator in our community today, we apologize. We want the world to know that comics are for everyone. That everyone who loves great stories in any format will also love your comics. But our ad copy missed the mark. We live and breathe comics every day. They aren't a side hustle, a second choice, or an afterthought. They are what we live for. Creators are the foundation of Webtoon. We are as passionate about your stories as you are and fully appreciate the time and effort put into your comics. We will get these updated as soon as possible and review all feedback. Wow. I, I, all right. Uh, this was posted four hours later. Yeah. That's quick. Hmm. They regrouped quick because the, the original picture went about one like 15 or something the same day uh and i'll tell you right now they're probably paying money out the ass to have these revised because those those placements in the subway they're in like the tens of thousands of dollars to do and then you got to replace art and identify which one that's you know what they're they're actually paying at a, for this this is a lesson we'll pay for and you know what i feel like the intention of trying to get more people to read comics is great I think there's a way that you can punch up, you know, um, and not refer to comics as a side hustle, but say like, you know, like, like imply that comics are more fun than literature in a way that doesn't demean comics. Maybe it demeans literature. Who cares? Everybody, everybody reads books. Books are Teflon. You know, you don't need to um, imply that books are the juggernaut and that comics are the side hustle. Screw that. You know, your hustle, Webtoon's hustle is comics. So make that seem like the, the cool, awesome, big thing. And I feel like they failed to do that. And I, I love to give people grace. I don't think that I don't think that anyone's intent was to do harm. It wouldn't even make sense. But I think that what this exposes, at least in my mind, other than just, you know, a dodo writing the copy <laughs> is the fact that, you know, um, there is a there is a sort of like tacit belief or understanding that comics are not on the level of literature or other forms of entertainment. Mm-hmm. That spending your time reading comics is, you know, a side hustle. Spending your time working on comics is a side hustle. I know that's not the intent of the language, but it's the impression that it gives. And I think that um, I, I do believe there are a lot of people who feel this way. And it, if, if Webtoon is telling you that that's the case and I, all they do is publish comics, what yeah. should you think about comics? Yeah. The, this whole campaign, I think, has been really effective beyond this sort of backlash. But overall, I think 
the, the fact that they're they're promoting like they're promoting webtoons just in general was mind blowing to see in the train. Even even with the backlash, like <laughs> sure, I can't I can't imagine you know this hurt their back end to it you know to a certain degree you know yeah this might be bad press but it's still press especially yeah. for the, the fact that it's a marketing campaign in particular we're talking about them so yeah and and i think also as much as this was put out by webtoon and was tone deaf uh, go read webtoons there's a lot of good stuff out there like let's also not dissuade people from continuing with the service mm. I, I don't know if I disagree, but I think Webtoon did a great job of that themselves. Sure. I think they, they pissed off so many creators. I'm glad we have Sylv here uh, to be a voice of that through the chat. But when you go on Twitter and you look at the responses, it's been very, very negative. And of course, you would expect that. Um, I It's sad because, you know, we want Webtoon to be a big thing, of course. And, you know, there was that big push last year uh, to integrate Batman. You know, DC did a great job, um, you know, teaming up with Webtoon, letting creators from the platform use these characters and tell fun stories. Um, unfortunately, you know, this kind of like, I think it did damage more probably for core comic fans to say, hey, I don't want to mess with this. I'm not, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with these people. They disrespect comics. Screw you. You're already like, what is webtoon? Eh. And then this happens. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's another ad copy that I've, I've seen getting thrown around. Where the story before it streams, and I think uh, Silv also shared it. Um, that one I thought is actually pretty good, just because for me, I didn't realize that. So many K dramas, for example, start off as webtoons, and for me, it feels like source material. It feels like, oh, this is like, this is where they extrapolated the show from, and for me, that feels more so like a uh, giving it praise than it being sort of a negative. There being a negative connotation around it um, is like Sweet Home. Loved it. Found out it was a comic on webtoons. We both were curious enough to go and, and read a few of the chapters because, well, it it, it affected it. it was a really good show and uh, we wanted to go back to see where it started. And I think that that's, at least in my view, the connotation of um, that ad copy in particular of where the story before it streams. It's so good, it got bought to be able to have to be streamed. Yeah, that's, that's, it's not bad. It's not bad. I think if that, if that were the only, um, like if that were the most quote controversial one eh. yeah and you know the thing is like on its own i think that would be fine mm -hmm. and even the other ones i think would be fine but with this one uh you know the the fun side hustle one it makes me look at the others in a in a way mm, right you know um it's but it puts a a bad taste on the on on the platform Tyler, you're quiet over there. You got a different take? No, I was just stopping my cat from uh, unplugging my computer monitor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was muted I was, as I was yelling at him. Sorry. No, I, I, I agree with all, all, all your things you're saying. I don't like how it, it does make it feel like this secondary medium 
by comparing it to everything else. Um, I think a better thing would be to showcase what the medium is on its own, on its own merits. There's plenty right. there to do it. Having to compare it to streaming, to literature, uh, to anything else really, um, I don't think does a real service to it. It almost seems lazy too, you know, where like whoever is writing the copy maybe doesn't read webtoons or really care, but like, oh, you know, comic books, Walking Dead, that's a TV show. You know, like that started as a comic book. Um, it's very surface level, in my opinion. I mean, but like, how do you how do you make webtoon seem good on its own merits in a quick uh, five word blurb for a subway for the general audience? I don't know. I don't fucking write copy, um, but <laughs> I feel like there's a there's got to be a better way of doing it. Well, they have, you know, amazing art. Like, just say something badass and cool about the art. Like, you don't need, like, I don't think you even need to have some catchy comparison. Just, hey, isn't this art awesome? <laughs> I don't know. Like, mm. I just feel like that's the draw. That's the draw of, of, of comics. It's the synthesis between the words and the pictures. Or most people don't put that together. Highlight that. Or even highlight the Batman stuff and then have the other big titles around it. Yeah. Like, associate with Batman if you got it. You know, like DC's been doing they it. Yeah, be if, if, they're allowed. Yeah. if they're if they're not allowed, then I get it. But like if they can do that, shit. Yeah. I feel like there, there are a lot of ways. We've laid out a few ways. There are people who get paid very well to do that. Um, and, and I'm sure they have other ideas. It's weird to me that this was what made it through um, from a comics company. It's unfortunate. Um, I, I really wish this hadn't happened because I do think it damages the perception of Webtoon. But I will say them coming out so quickly to respond and just kind of own it um, is a positive thing. And, and Marco you know, points out accurately, they could, they could be cheap and let these run, you know, whatever their course is. And then, you know, if you're going to re-up, redo them when you re-up. But to immediately go and spend all that money, as Marco pointed out, to get rid of them, put new ones in, that's not cheap. So they are showing that they care through that. I will tell you the truth. That money, I kind of just wish it was going to creators. Yeah, you got to make an investment, though. Yeah. You gotta invest in yourself. Like, sure, for like that. In, in the immediate sense, yeah, that's not going to creators. But the long, if this was successful, the long term uh, dividends would then go to the creators. I'm saying the fact that they have to re, they have the fact they have to put money into doing new copy, you know, getting rid of these, putting new oh, ones up, like it. okay, yes, the the I fixing. Oh, okay. I'm sure that's just pulling out of their marketing budget. They just they just have less money to spend now. Wonderful. Uh, let us know what you think about this. Are we making much ado about nothing? Is this is this like not that big of a deal? Um, much ado about is this a pride or a prejudice? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Of mice and men. <laughs> wow. Are we twelve angry men? Well, we're four sort of angry men. The, these puns angry. are turning into a bonfire of the vanities. 
we're going to have to tame the shrew. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> Sean, get us back on track. Fucking nerds. <laughs> I can keep uh, this going. Yeah, well, we don't need that. Um, so, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Are we, are we you know, making this too big of a deal? Uh, how do you feel about what's going on with Ezra at this point? We want to hear from you guys. Uh, Let us know your favorite musicals. I want to know that. Mm. I mean, there's like five. So pick one. No, they're no. You are. I got to culture you, Sean. Culture me. Yeah. Good luck. Culture me. Yes. We're going to watch all of the musicals. We are not. I just watched. uh, I just watched uh, the animated uh, Disney movie, uh, The Great Mouse Detective last week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, which Tremendous. did have a good uh, Vin- Vinnie Price uh, musical number in it. So Vinnie P. Music numbers in animated movies are awesome. That I will say. Willy, but Harris is right. Willy Wonka. Who up? Who up? Wonka and they Willy right now. You know, like <laughs> it's just. Ooh, Sweeney Todd is excellent. All right. I got into the musical yeah. stuff. I got into the literature stuff. Let's go back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, let us know, let us know who you would add to the Legion of Doom that is forming <laughs> within the DC, uh, FU. And that's why it's the DC FU. I mean, they're, they're, they've been blatant about it. Come on. Their, their parademons are all the Snyder people on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all the Snyder bros. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, man. As they poke you with a thing, hit, bring it back. Release the yeah. cut. Release the cut. Hey. One thing I will say is that while Zack Snyder was was running the ship, we didn't hear about any of this stuff. There were no kidnappings. There were no. There was no. He was there keeping people busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These yeah. these people had no time for these shenanigans. They had to work. Idle hands make the devil, devil's workshop or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and it was yep. Yeah, and it wasn't until what? It wasn't until Jeff Johns mm-hmm. and Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. And now look at where we are. Guys, so we haven't talked the real about Cyborg the whole time. Jeff Johns won. <laughs> Listen, and, and right. And Cyborg, the actor whose name I can never remember for some reason. I'm sorry. <laughs> this dude, he's been a crusader. He's, he's, he's been telling us. He's been telling us. Right. Cyborg was right. Ray That's Fisher. the shirt we need. Cyborg was right. Ray Fisher was right. Put respect on that black man's name, okay? If you can remember it. If you can remember it, I'm sorry. (laughs) Booyah, as it were. Oh. (laughs) Where's Jeff Johns when you need him? Um, Hopefully in hell. (laughs) Whoa. But he's not dead. Um, Doesn't change anything. All right, fair enough. So uh, make sure you guys are subscribing on YouTube, like the video, share it with your friends, youtube.com slash the comics pals. All that stuff's free. Helps out a lot more than it costs you. Patreon.com slash the comics pals. For as little as $3 a month, you can support the show and check out our newsletters. Uh, We publish one a week from one of us. So you're getting four a month uh, at the low, low cost of three bucks. How much is a cup of coffee? Like these days, like four seventy-five, for less than a cup of coffee. Ooh, one one a month, less one than a month. one cup of coffee a month. A swipe Got of it. a Metro card. 
a swipe of a MetroCard and in two years, that probably won't even be the case. Mm. Oh, no, probably that. Hop those turnstiles, <laughs> guys. Listen, you can, <laughs> but the cops ain't playing with that. They fuck you up. Yeah, they'll they'll get you. You better have the right skin tone to be doing that. <laughs> Man, come on now. We know the rules. Um <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're that, leaving the subway and you need to go through the emergency exit and you want to slide, you know, slam it open real hard so it takes a while to close. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not gonna hate that, dude. There was one story not that long ago where a guy, a guy who looks like me, um, hopped the turnstile. They followed him all the way to I think it was 42nd Street. Got on the train. Cops, mad cops, got on the train. Said he had a gun. And they, I don't think they killed him, but I think they uh, roughed him up for hopping the train. The fuck? Yeah. It's no joke. Sour no to end this one on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also listen to like our latest book club. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. That's a good book. Um, you can also listen to our latest book club, uh, Rick Remender's Uncanny Avengers. And in uh, what? In a couple of weeks, we'll have out Thor, God of Thunder, Volume One and Two, as voted by you guys the, on uh, July Fourth. I'd recommend Uncanny Avengers. We didn't talk about it this week, but uh, Wonder Man is apparently getting a TV show, and Wonder Man features heavily in Uncanny Avengers. So start, start, start getting getting your Wonder Man on, guys. Mm-hmm. I love Wonder Man. Me too. Wonder Man Beast combo. That's good comics. Tremendous. Man. Yeah. Uh, join our Discord server. Come hang out with us on Discord. A lot of you guys haven't chosen to do that. I wonder why. Speaking of uh, Discord, Kefis just showed up at the end of the show. <laughs> oh, wow. Kefis, dude, you're late to the party, man. <laughs> We're closing out. Um, let's do some plugs. Kale. Thank you so much for listening to the ep- this episode of the Comics Pals, episode 295. Please don't forget to let us know what you think we should do for episode 300. Kefis, you specifically tell us what to do for episode 300. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Toto in Toe. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at Killward.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Definitely not Kill's side hustle. Yeah. But fucking Toy Store is my side hustle, and I hate it. Marco? You can follow me at Mr. Marco Enomoto on Instagram and Twitter. Come talk to me about, oh, my newsletter is going to be coming out this week. It is a review of 10 manga that I read after uh, my most recent post where I've been reintroducing myself to manga and in particular romance. And so uh, uh, if you want to, hey, you know, mm, I wonder why indeed. And uh, just, you know, got to love again, Tyler. Yeah, you know, I oh, I know. I gotta love me first, but you know. oh, I know. I know. Speaking of I Tyler, to, oh, this means I have to write another newsletter. Yeah, you know, those weeks come by quick, huh? I have, a <laughs> fucking, I have, I have a month to do it. Shit, where'd it go? <laughs> uh, well, you can follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you guys want to play Fortnite, I've been playing a lot of that. That's fun. Let me know. Uh, no build. I don't build. I don't like doing the build. No, me neither. Uh, I find the actual, like, no bill. Like, there's a good shooter there. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's got a little wacky guns. So they got a grapple hook now that makes you swing around like Spider-Man. Um, I got headshotted by a guy wearing a Mystique skin. 
And I was like, Ooh, yo, Mystique's nice. in this game? I was like, yo, gladly kill me. Um, <laughs> she can headshot me. It was, oh, it was a good, a good design, a good take on her costume, too. You know, had the skulls around the waist. Good stuff. Mm. Uh, as for me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. Um, thanks for listening. Happy birthday to Tyler. Uh, we're going to birthday to Sean. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, and happy birthday to you, Tyler. And happy birthday to you, Sean. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you. And we appreciate all of you. Thank you guys for listening so much. Until next time, we're the Comic Spouse signing off. Take care, guys. See you next week.